50 brands paying at that average price you told me earlier, a thousand bucks a month, that would mean you guys are doing about 50,000 bucks a month in revenue right now. Is that about right? Yeah. And if that's where you're at today, where were you exactly a year ago? Do you remember? Ha, uh, basically nothing, I would say. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey, folks, my guest today is Peter Mercurt. He's a tech wizard with strong business knowledge on how to run a company successfully. He started to realize early on that the true challenge in our society will be bridging the tech and non-tech world, especially with topics like blockchain. More confusion is created than problems solved. Besides all that, he's a fast learner to adopt today's challenge running a company. He's including a semi-remote setup, agility and development, quick learn iteration loops to fail fast. He's now building retraced.co, a sustainability management platform. Peter, you ready to take us to the top? Uh, yes, of course. Lovely introduction, Nathan. Happy to be here. So yes, indeed, that's tell us, uh, pretty... Yeah, no, I'm excited to have you on. So tell us, who's paying for Retraced? Who's using you and how are they using you? Uh, actually, every fashion company you can imagine might be a client of Retraced because we are building a sustainability management uh, platform for the fashion industry, meaning brands, uh, manufacturers, suppliers, supplier, supplier, down to the raw material producer, actually. It depends how they use the platform if they actually have to pay for it. Because obviously, most of them are not willing to to pay, uh, you know, especially if you're a small company, because typically what you do, you contribute information into the platform, because this is what we are all about for the for the last ones in the tier, like a retailer. Uh, these are the ones who actually want to process and report information, uh, whereas, uh, you know, in the lower tiers in the supply chain, this is less necessary. So you want to just have something to easily uh, collect information and uh, process them on for the next party in line. Yep. Okay. So fashion brands are your customers today. What are they paying on average per month to use your technology? It's not only fashion brands. It could also uh, the same be uh, suppliers and manufacturers. Every fashion company, actually, you can imagine. Uh, we are on Un- underst- understood. So an average is approximately uh, 800 euros. Okay. So about $1,000 per month, whether it's a supplier or a brand, et cetera. Yes, it okay. heavily depends. Actually, it's quite unique because it's very, it heavily depends on the size of clients since there are a lot of small ones who do not need a lot of functionality of the platform. But, but the average but you would say of all you're paying is about a thousand bucks a month. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. And, and imagine it's, it's, you know, you're building a tool for the fashion brand is very different than if you're going to build a tool for the supplier or somebody else. So, so who are you building this tool for specifically? <laughs> it's very tricky and challenging uh, to build this tool, actually, because you can't just build it for one party. You have to build it for all to make a benefit out of it. The problem in the fashion industry is it's non-digitalized and very low connectivity here. And we've earlier on, my co-founders actually have founded their own uh, shoe brand and uh, footwear brand. And this is where we all started. They wanted to... Uh, how, how, many of you, how, many of, how many of you guys are there? We are three, three co-founders three. in total. It's me and, and you two just, others. You just split equi- equity evenly at the beginning or no? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. 
So, so uh, how we started actually out is their their footwear brand. They wanted to showcase the sustainability um, because they really were into the manufacturer. They knew everyone on the spot, but they had no means to communicate it. And this is when they came to me and said, "Hey, can we not build a system?" And I said, "Yeah, fine, great." So we started communicating, you know, small QR codes on 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 fashion items. Soon realizing the demand is massive in this area of sustainability because you have to prove actually the sustainability. You know, a lot of people claim it with badges, but it's just not enough. Um, and this is how we started. The traction was massive. And then we started to say, okay, let's build it up for everyone. So we built a platform for actually the brands, the retailers, mainly for communication purposes, soon realizing that's not enough because you need the suppliers and manufacturers on board because they have the information. They Understood. know when something got produced. And so uh, walk me through your first customer. Who who was it? <laughs> I mean, besides our, the footwear brand of my uh, fellows, it's actually uh, peers of them because, you know, the industry was still very small when we got started four years ago. And that ago. was 2019? Yeah, just uh, one and a half years before, approximately that when we started. And the great thing is we started with... Peter, Peter, so what, what year did you launch? 2018, I think. Okay, it's 2018, okay. Yeah, I think so. 2018, mid-2018, isn't it? Okay, so 2018... Uh, Corona, you kind of lost the year. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But 2018, you launched. You're scratching your own itch, right? You build this for your own footwear brand. Then you bring in Peer as your first customer. How many customers are you now okay. serving today? Uh, I think we are above 50 brands already. I'm not counting. Five zero those, or so. one five? Yeah, five zero. Five zero. Okay, very cool. And uh, uh, 50 brands paying at that average price you told me earlier, a thousand bucks a month. That would mean you guys are doing about 50,000 bucks a month in revenue right now. Is that about right? Yeah. And if that's where you're at today, where were you exactly a year ago? Do you remember? Ha, uh, basically nothing, I would say. We started very small, especially in COVID times. No one wanted to invest because back then we had COVID and uh, fashion brands often said, hey, we stay clients because we still want to utilize the platform. What's a benefit for us? We still get known, but we stopped most of the subscription revenue actually. And it was hard times. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game. Less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. Okay, so maybe go from 2000 3000 bucks a month a year ago to now $50,000 a month. You've grown really nicely. Have you bootstrapped or raised capital? Uh, we raised capital actually a year ago. Um, that was then in the end of uh, that year. Actually, we were very happy. Uh, was with the venture capital, so my partner. So sorry, when was the first capital raised? What year? I mean, when you can't count angels, or do you want to just have the VC because angels? No, no, no. The, the, your fir- your first round. I think you raised two hundred seventy-eight thousand and in early on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an earlier round with angels. Uh, I think that was in the beginning of that year of uh, Corona or end of the previous year. Yeah, it something was around that because it got split kind of over multiple times. 
Yeah. So, so it's, it's it looked like based off, based off my team's research, you guys closed that in January of 2020 is about a $280,000 seed round. Yeah. Um, and I think that was at a $2.3 million valuation, something like that. Yeah, it could be around something like that. Yeah. Okay. And then you raised a little bit more this year. How much did you choose to raise? Uh, so in the end of last year, it was 1 million uh, to raise, actually. You didn't just close around in November for 1.2 million? Uh, not this year. It was last year, 2020. Uh, interesting. Okay, cool. Did you just did you just formally close that based off your government filings? It, they say it was closed literally last month. <laughs> ah, okay, interesting that you picked up on that. So the thing is, it was with a performance condition because we set ourselves uh, a strict target as founders. We said, you know, we want to set ourselves a performance condition that product market fit is there. Uh, it's something very, we were proud of our product, but we were not sure if we are there and we didn't want to risk too much. So we said in the end of last year, hey, we are going to close this. This is the amount we agree on, but we want to meet a performance condition that we have product market fit actually. And we wanted to prove it for ourselves. And just so when did the money a bit later. When did the money actually get wired then? It was split up in two tranches. You know, you have first something sent over, so pretty much 50-50, okay? I and see. then based so, on the performance condition, you got the rest of it. But the filing happened later because I'm not really sure. I think some people go on summer holidays. So effectively, we reached it earlier. So we had a performance condition, I think, set to the end of April, and we met it already in beginning of March. Yeah. So, so what was the performance condition? Was it number of customers or revenue target or what? Uh, yeah, it was uh, MR actually. We had to. What hit. did you have to hit to get the second six hundred thousand? Well, let me uh, let me think about it again. Was it something above twenty or so? I see. Interesting. Okay, so you raised one point two million on this sort of performance based seed round, and what was that like a six or seven million valuation, something like that? Yeah, around about yeah. Okay. Okay. And so, how do the three of you guys think about dilution? How do you mean for ourselves? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you don't want to get diluted, right? So, as you're thinking, you know, you're raising all this capital. How do you make sure to minimize dilution? Uh, um, it's tricky. Depends on the situation. To be honest, in the end of last year, it was very tough. It was COVID. We were uh, we were happy having someone who was still open to to finance because we were just in the need of it. In the end of the day, so how we are not getting diluted? I mean, to some extent, you have to do it. Uh, we are now looking into alternative uh, possibilities of cash. Uh, so, for example, revenue-based financing. Yeah, that's a good alternative. Yeah. Um, how many? But, how, uh, how many folks are on your team today? We are twenty-four. Twenty-four. How many of those guys are engineers and gals? <laughs> I think fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, so heavy engineering. That's great. Now, when these fashion brands and suppliers sign up, they stick. What's your churn look like? Um. I think it's basically nothing. I think we have lost two two clients or so, something like that. Okay. Two, so not two percent. It's like less than that, a tiny bit. Yeah, mm -hmm. but uh, one has, yeah, but one has also to mention most contracts are twelve months. So I could also be biasing here, but uh, actually they stick around for a longer period of time. Some even start to close for two years contracts time, as we are building something in an era of compliance. They are sticking around to it, and in any case, mm -hmm. um, and actually I can be very proud of. Uh, our customer excellence, head of customer excellence, because uh, everyone who went through a um, uh, trial period, you know, pilot project, they were converted over into paying clients, actually. And that That's could last from three to six months. Um, and sometimes they even went over, said six months pilot, but after four months, they converted over because they were just convinced that it works. Those are all healthy early indicators, Peter. That's exciting stuff. Let's <laughs> wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh... I think it's uh, rich. They put it. 
Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? I would say my CEO. I like what he's doing. He's quite uh, very smart. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Retraced? <laughs> GitHub. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, not so much. Fast off two. Six. Maybe. Six? Okay. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? Married, yeah. Two kids. Two kids. Wow. Okay. How old are you? I'm uh, 30. 30 years old. You had to think about it. All right. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Um, even going abroad earlier, because I went to China when I was 22, I would have loved to explore the areas even earlier. Guys, travel more. They're building a tool to help fashion brands track supply chains and basically embodied energy. They were doing two, called a thousand bucks a month a year ago, now doing $50,000 per month. Great run rate, serving 50 customers. They've raised a total of about $1.4 million. Last round at a six or seven million valuation. Team of 24, heavy engineering, 14 people as they look to continue to scale. Peter, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan. Have a lovely day.